Hey everyone, welcome back to my Blackadian universe. Today, I want to celebrate being black. Celebrate it. Um, I'm with all the tragedies that have been going on um, the past few weeks, the loss of very young, innocent, you know, black lives full of potential. Um, I've been uh, reflecting on that a lot and um, wanting to make space in my life for joy. And so I, I want to talk about celebrating being black, um, what it means to be black and, you know, how proud I am of that. So yeah, let's talk about it. So as you know, uh, I am Blackadian. Um, I'm black and Canadian. And I, <laughs> I always talk about how, you know, I thought, when I came up with the name of this podcast, um, that people wouldn't really know what that means. But it's something that I've been trying to put out there um, my whole life, basically, is that I can exist um, in that space um, where I can be, you know, black and Canadian. I think. Um, oftentimes being black in a white uh, dominated society you often get put in these categories of what it means to be black and to exist outside of that is very confusing to people <laughs> and um, you know being born in Canada as I am and you know liking things that you know Canadians do um, having that cultural identity is um, a lot for a lot of people to handle and so I like to reinforce that idea um, that I am a real person I'm not pretending to be anything um, I like any human being am shaped <laughs> by the environment that I um, exist in that I grew up in um, that's a normal human thing for me to do and you know I have um, shared cultural Canadian experiences um, that you know white Canadians have that you know Asian Canadians have you know we are a product of our environment um, and I'm also black I'm also black with a capital B <laughs> I don't know why it has to be capitalized. Actually, I do because it's important to put some respect on it. So it's a capital B. I'm black. And, um, you know, it. Uh, so, again, as a sociologist, I understand that people want to put me in categories. That's what we do as um, human beings. And so when I exist, um, outside of those worlds it makes people uncomfortable especially here in Canada like people trying to make sense of me and who I am um, 
it can be problematic <laughs> for some people. And um, what's also really, really interesting about, you know, when this term has really um, become, you know, more popular in the last few years, just being unapologetic, unapologetically black. And it really impacted me because I realized that people do expect me to be um, quietly black, you know, lowercase b black, <laughs> because, you know, they think it's a bad word that it's supposed to be something I'm, I'm ashamed of, or I'm supposed to be, you know, um, not proud of, um, because, you know, uh, white people don't want to experience life as a black person because they do understand that that comes with you know racism and prejudice and um you know they um the world wasn't built to favor us um and that scares them because you know the world was built for them and so for black people to have pride and be proud um is it's confusing to people because you know they're taught that everything they know is supposed to make sure that we're not feeling that way that we don't have pride in our culture and what makes us uniquely black you know so they feel that they find it very very confusing and uh, you know um we do have joy we do have pride in our culture you know we have our inside jokes and we have things that just we understand and celebrate that you know we celebrate ourselves and it's very uh, you know for some people it's just very strange that we could do that and for some people it makes them angry because they don't see us as deserving of that kind of joy you know we have to be whiter to be happy and for them to see that we love things that are uniquely black that we love ourselves for being you know black we love our melanin we love our hair we love our you know food and people they just you know they were like everything <laughs> is supposed to be teaching us that we are trying to um, get to a standard that they've um, set as being acceptable and proper and good and when we don't um it, for some people it's just strange to them and for others it's upsetting and they try and change it they try and demean it more you know um they try and exercise their racism on us and uh i <laughs> i remember um growing up in as i did in a predominantly white canadian neighborhood i remember you know one of my friends at the time you know uh, we were really young, you know, probably, you know, nine or 10 years old. And she was like, almost, you know, she was like, oh, you know, um, 
she was describing me and she was like, because, you know, and I was like, uh, black, like I could tell that she didn't want to say it because for her, she thought I would be upset by this very real fact <laughs> that I'm black. I'm like, I'm aware that I'm black, you know, obviously I, but it was just so, um, interesting to me that even so young, she thought she was doing something bad by acknowledging my blackness. And I was like, you can, I know I'm black. You can, you can say it. It's not a bad word, you know, but she went quiet. She sort of whispered <laughs> uh, the word. And I thought, you know, uh, uh, like somewhere in her education and training, she learned that being black is bad, you know, like she's absorbed that, you know, we were friends, we hung out, she, you know, she's ingrained in her that, you know, being white was better than being black. And she was like, Oh, well, you know, I really like, you know, my friend and she's black. So I have to be, you know, careful about telling her this fact. And, you know, I don't want her to think that I think, you know, that, you know, it's, it's not okay, but it is, you know, not okay. So it, it just, that whole exchange of her just whispering it or, you know, being, you know, like she was about to tell me some juicy gossip. <laughs> it just really reinforced to me that um, I was expected to behave in that way about my own blackness, that I was supposed to do it in hushed tones and quietly and, you know, um, be quiet about it. And I wasn't supposed to, you know, celebrate it. I was supposed to be um, acting in this, this white standard and manner. And, you know, uh, just sort of cover up my blackness as much as I could to, you know, um, make others comfortable to, you know, I, I, I was supposed to be, it was supposed to be what I wanted for myself was to, to hide that blackness. And thank goodness, thank goodness, thank goodness, uh, that that wasn't my story. That wasn't my um, environment, my family, I, you know, I've told the story many times about um, how my parents, my family, uh, very strongly um, wanted to change that message that they knew I would be receiving um, was, you know, that black is something to be celebrated, that my culture is something that is beautiful and something to be proud of. So, you know, when I received these messages, I was, I got it from a place that I trusted that um, I was not to shrink away from it. I was not to hide from it. It's them who are wrong and not me. There's nothing about me that I should be hiding. Um, being black is something that is beautiful and powerful and, you know, something that I should be 
unapologetic for. And, you know, be, be, be very, you know, loud about, I shouldn't be whispering about my blackness. I should be uh, shouting it, shouting it proudly. So as I've gotten older and grown up in the world, um, I've encountered um, that same experience with my friend who, you know, whispered to me about being black and, you know, the people that have internalized their um, belief of their own superiority because they're white and, you know, have never questioned it or challenged it um, and uh, see me as, you know, being less than them. And, you know, uh, I talk about what racism is like in Canada and it's more subtle. And so they know that they can't say it, but they feel it. You know, they feel um, the anger, um, the confusion, the hatred towards me for being unashamed of who I am. Um, and so they don't know how to treat me or, you know, deal with me um, when I don't... Um, acknowledge their superiority immediately and their power. Um, you know, they're very enraged by it. Um, and, you know, I've encountered it in my professional life, especially um, as a leader. Um, in my organization, people don't understand why I won't immediately defer to them because of their white skin. Um, and it's perplexing. It's perplexing for them. And it's, uh, you know, I, I go between being angered by it and, you know, frankly, just finding it pretty damn funny, <laughs> um, you know, because, because I, you know, as I've come to learn racism is so um, part of the muscle memory of so many people here that they don't even truly understand why um, they dislike what they're seeing in me. Um, <laughs> and uh, I was, I, yeah, so really funny story. Um, I was back in the before times shopping um, for Christmas um, during the work day. I, you know, just popped out to a mall to grab some lunch and, you know, do a little Christmas shopping. And these two white women, you know, when I admittedly you know, when I'm <laughs> at the office, I, I, you know, I 
um, I like to dress up. I'm a little extra and I, um, you know, I'll just say it. I have a hot pink, um, winter jacket and it's by like a luxury designer brand, you know, whatever. I just, I'm out there. You'll, you can see me. Um, so I'm out there, you know, I'm shopping and these women, two white women just couldn't handle it. They couldn't handle that. I was, you know, had my, you know, couple shopping bags over my arm. You know, I was very, very black. Um, (laughs) and very Canadian and, um, they couldn't handle it. They didn't know what to do with me. And so they were like, just staring, just staring at me. And I was like, do I know them? You know, like, you know, also this is, um, a place that's very close to my office. So I'm like, I can't just, you know, go off on these women. I might have to sit down in a room with them like in about an hour. So I was like, do I, do I know them? Why are they just like staring at me? And so this one was like, oh, I should remind myself to, you know, get, she's staring at me. Like she's talking to me. I should mind you like say that, oh, I should get my assistant to get some presents for um, some people in the office. And I was like, oh, I see. The only thing that made sense for her was that I was obviously shopping on the company's coin uh, for my rich white boss, uh, picking up some gifts for him, because that's the only way that I made sense in her repressed racist brain Um, You know, I couldn't have my own wealth. I couldn't have, you know, any kind of freedoms or joy. I couldn't be out just shopping like she was on her lunch break. I had to be in servitude to somebody else. And I, (laughs) I, you know, wasn't, it's, it was like, okay, I'm having the Christmas spirit, but I did, you know, turn on my extra charm. I looked at her up and down. I smirked, gave a little bit of a, you know, a laugh and just uh, went about my business. And, you know, I think the point was made because she did, you know, read in a bit visibly. And I was just like, I'm not even going to engage, you know, if that's what you need to tell yourself at night to make you (laughs) feel better about, you know, seeing a happy black person then you know, you need to work on that by yourself. But it just, um, it reinforced for me the idea that me just existing in a happy space um, just makes people uncomfortable. And it's something I don't want to believe um, as a optimist. Um, and, you know, people don't want to believe that, especially here in Canada. We're in deep, deep denial about the racism that exists here. But, um, Every day I live my life, I have to be, I'm confronted with the reality that people um, are racist (laughs) and that me just, you know, being out in the world, me just being who I am, um, me being, you know, black uh, makes people um, uncomfortable and especially when I celebrate that, when I, um, you know, t- 
talk about my black uh, culture in a happy way, um, when I talk about my family, when I talk about, you know, the traditions that I have, when I wear my hair um, in its natural state, um, and, you know, I'm not, like, uh, apologizing for it, you know, I want you to look at it, don't touch it, <laughs> but I want you to look at it, because it's friggin' amazing, um, you know, all of these things, um, you know, I've had you know, people just not really sure, you know, why I'm not shying away from it, why I want you to look at me, why I'm, I want you to be, you know, like, here's this woman, she's clearly, you know, black, and, you know, she's not trying to be white, you know, she's not trying to um, assimilate, you know, she's just being herself, like, I I feel like there is that difference. You know, when I say that I'm black and Canadian, um, I think people understand that those two things are, you know, together. You know, I'm not trying to be um, more, one more than the other, or I'm not trying to, you know, be um, this... Uh, it. I'm not trying to copy them. It's just, it just so happens that I'm... A black girl that was born in Canada and so um, I, I, I do really uh, identify with that unapologetically black mentality because um, it's so important that I do it's so important that people see blackness in a positive light so that people can, you know, look inwardly and, you know, start to question why they think that it is a bad word, that it's a four-letter word. Um, and I, I, you know, I talk about how it, the burden of, you know, living your life as an example. Um, it's something that comes up just because of... Um, in my daily life and my work, I do occupy a lot of white space. And so I know that I, I am unfortunately a um, example of my race. And, you know, some days that's hard. Nobody wants to do that all the time. But you know, some days I, I'm, most days, I'm proud to do it, uh, happy to do it. And I think I'm representing my people well. Um, so, you know, that gives me great joy and, and pride as well. And, um, yeah, I think I just, I love, 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 love <laughs> being black and, uh, yeah, just deal with it. Deal with that Canada people that have a problem with it um you know and those that don't thank you for celebrating me thank you for supporting me thank you for supporting black people um we're pretty fantastic and we're unique we're unique um just as all people are and that's something to be celebrated unapologetically so thank you so much for listening and i will talk to you next time